0: This podcast is brought to you by flour, toilet paper, banana bread, and masks. Also, wear your goddamn mask, you snowflake. On that note, I'd like to welcome you all Wait, back I to... I need to interrupt you on that right?
1: Snowflake? Are- yeah. Snowflakes are not the people that are not wearing masks,
0: is uh, it? I said wear your goddamn mask, you snowflake.
1: Yeah, like... Isn't a snowflake generally like a very like liberal Black Lives Matter kind of person?
0: No, a snowflake is the ones that are like complaining <laughs> about everything. It, go, it can go either way. Like there are right wing snowflakes and there are left wing snowflakes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Wait. Okay. What? We can we, we can keep that as a bonus.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think this is actually very suited. We don't need a proper intro for this episode because, okay. because this is a bonus episode. We're still rolling right
0: yeah we are <laughs> okay good perfect and uh, on that note i'm not gonna do my scripts so this was a bonus episode for y'all who really wanted some more because we really heard you guys saying <laughs> oh we want some more episodes every two weeks is that's too long of a gap so it here is. you are this bonus uh episode as you can see is a lot less structured this one's <laughs> gonna be focused on the pandemic uh, just like you know talking about the world in this little pandemic and like the virus itself and like how it's changed our way of living i guess
1: yeah we actually had a full episode recorded a while back but now it's kind of
0: irrelevant so yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's irrelevant i mean i feel like if you listen to it as long as you know that we talked we, we recorded that episode back in like say like august of 2020 then a lot of the things that we we're talking about made sense i think it's one of those episodes that will keep in the archives forever until we got really, really big, and then we have this like little um, um, a Kickstarter, Kickstarter. CD, with a podcast a CD, track. <laughs> a bonus track. Yeah, it's one of those like Easter eggs that you'll get, and be, and it's the lost episode, and be like, oh my god, that's that's what I I wanted to to listen to for so long. So maybe that will happen, maybe not. Most likely not. Raw but- and
1: unedited.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> because we are too lazy to edit uh, those. Episodes. So this one, it's kind of like, you know, to make up for the fact that we didn't release that episode last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously this is a lot more relevant to to right now. So we're recording this in the month of March of 2021. So that's just something that is more relevant to listen to compared to like August uh, of last year. I guess we could also do like a recap. I guess we can walk through like what happened. So, Jimmy, how did your year start for 2020 of last year?
1: Oh, my year started off great. I thought it was going to be a great... Uh, my 2019 wasn't very good. I went through a breakup and then my dog got hit by a car and everything was shitty. So I was like, great, 2020 is going to be my year where I just reset everything. And then it started off really good. Work was good. Everything was fun. And then a coworker got fired. And then we went to... <laughs> <laughs> oh yes and then we went to mexico um which then that was fun and i'm so glad we actually did the mexico trip for work yeah. so we all hit our targets so we went to mexico that was fun and then boom pandemic and uh, at first i was like what's a pandemic i know <laughs> it's a bad word and it sounds like something I, like i know the general gist of it but i actually had to search up the definition of a pandemic because like what's the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic
0: I think a pandemic, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but like I imagine an epidemic is, it's like, it's actually spreading like wildfire, whereas a pandemic is like, I guess, a state of the world, maybe, like, like how the world is reacting to oh, okay. the virus, well,
1: This is, this is a disadvantage we have, because we can't search anything up, but from my memory, when I searched what a pandemic was, it's just like a disease that's like all over the world, or like, in a, in a wide area or country or something like that right and so this thing happened now the funny story was this happened in november for for china in in asia and i remember my sister going back to taiwan for christmas and In Taiwan, they were already sanitizing everything, everybody was wearing masks, and they were all prepared for this thing. And then she came back and she was like, why is no one preparing for this thing? And everyone was just like, oh, this thing is in China, it's not going to do anything here. And then all of a sudden, everything hits, things shut down, and then we are locked in at home.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy because I remember when I first heard about the virus, it was like, mentioned kind of nonchalantly, it was like, oh yeah, something's happened in Wuhan, blah, 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 whatever. And I was in the Philippines at the time. And I remember I heard about it first, like in December and I was like, oh, that must suck. I hope it, I hope nothing bad happens from this. And then (laughs) fast forward to like a few months later, like, you know, the, the world changed entirely. Right. And for me, like my 2019 was the opposite. Like my 2019 compared to yours was like, I had a great year. Had a career year, <laughs> made a fuck ton of money, and and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, and I was and I got to go back home to the Philippines for the first time a, after like eight or so years. So I had a great great time, and then. Well, I'm glad you, you had, know, had a great time. <laughs> I did. It was fantastic. And it was, it was the best because I was there for like a very long time, like, you know, I think six weeks or something. And then like I went to my best friend's wedding. Although, like, this, the year kind of started off kind of rocky because the, the wedding was what took place during a Taal, Taal volcano explosion, which the first time it erupted for like mm. decades and decades. So mm-hmm. that was like, that was the premonition, I think, or that was more like the, the warning of the year to come. But like when I got back to, to work, like, we basically, like, a week or two later, we went to Mexico on that trip, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is the best! This year is great!" And then, and then shit happened. And then, you know, uh, March was insane. And then, like, what else happened that year? You know, s- stuff like well, Kobe dying. What the heck, man? That was so random and and <laughs> tragic, obviously. And the presidential election, obviously. What other crazy shit happened last year? Oh, the I think the wildfires from Australia was happening. That seeped from. Oh, and then there was California fires california fires and there was also the the time where we thought kim jong-un might have been already dead that was an interesting twist that was like it it felt like we were like in a tv show like a netflix series and we're like oh what's gonna happen next (laughs) please stand by
1: yeah it's like they have to have a hook you know for you to watch the next season so you just you're just there like
0: okay it just reminded me of like the the cliffhangers they would do in wandavision and they would oh, just yeah. show, it, it abruptly showed a "please stand by" logo, and that that was basically the Kim Jong Un drop. Man, I was like, Kim Jong Un <laughs> might might be dead. Boom, please stand by. I was like, holy shit, what a twist! They also had stuff like World War Three was like oh, potentially yeah. gonna happen or something. <laughs> the, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah do it, thing. do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> do it, just don't 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 touch like the Philippines and Canada. Just you know, <laughs> do your own thing. So there was a lot of crazy shit that was happening last year, man, and like I'm kind of glad that we're in in uh, in 2021 now. I mean, well, let's be honest, it's not, you know, super great either, but like it's definitely not a clusterfuck like last year, right? But you know what? I think it's also
1: yep. partly because we're used to it. I don't yeah. think this is great. I don't think it's even okay. I think it's just that we had a year of this being stuck at home and doing nothing that I think we're we're kind of used to it now. And I think that's the one thing that I kind of wanted to get into this episode is going back to the mid, probably April, May of last year when we've been, at least in Vancouver, I know a lot of places might still be in lockdown or they might be more open now, but we hit... Uh, a full lockdown, probably late March. So we were told to bring our stuff home just in case there's going to be a lockdown and we don't go to back to the office anymore. And then all of a sudden, the next day, restaurants are closed, gyms are closed, everything was closed, and you just had to be at home. Right. And at that point, at first it was kind of like, oh finally I get to work from home because I didn't have that privilege yet being <laughs> new in the company. And then and then it just slowly became a really long drag for me. It's just like there's nothing to do on weekends anymore. And for me, I used to see a lot of friends. I go out a lot and all of a sudden that chunk of my time is now free. And then even the gym was closed and that was a big deal too, because you don't even have anywhere to kind of release that energy. Right so yeah it was it was weird and it got to a point where i got excited to go to the grocery store because that was the only thing (laughs) that was open and then i went on this random shopping spree where i bought this automatic soap dispenser (laughs) because they were like wash your hands i'm like well if i'm gonna wash my hands then i must use this automatic soap dispenser
0: Yeah, actually, I remember those days too. Or like, I I took the lockdown pretty seriously at first, especially like you know, not not leaving the apartment. And for myself, uh, you know, as well as my girlfriend, like we're we're pretty content with being homebodies. You know, we we have a lot at home. We we mm-hmm. have a lot of company at home. So I mean, in terms of like you know, between the two of us and like the cats and stuff. So you know, I I don't get too bored that easily. Like, definitely, that's one of the things that I can do better than most. Like, if I had to be st- stuck at home for a month straight. And even if I was living alone, I, I could probably survive. I'll just watch all the Netflix shows. And you think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of the thing that I was going to bring up is that
1: I, it felt like a lot of people were very much, you know, obviously it's serious. You need to take that lockdown seriously and, you know, wear your right. mask, wash your hands, all of that. But I also feel like the other aspect that people often don't realize or, I guess, understand is that. It's a very different lockdown for someone that has company at home and someone that's living by themselves. True, true. Because I don't know if a lot of people have experienced a time where you are just in an apartment or or a house or something by yourself for like a month.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I guess I've never really properly experienced that. Like, I, there was a time where I lived alone, and it wasn't too bad dealing with with, with being alone. But, but I guess I mean,
1: the difference is you had the option of not being alone. If exactly. You didn't exactly. Want to, right. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And during the pandemic, I had two, one or two friends that I would still see. So we would like go to each other's um, apartments for dinners and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and I felt like that was fair. Like, right. I don't think people that live alone should be expected to just also deal with it. And I remember talking to a friend of mine who was actually moving to Toronto at that point. And so we had like a socially distanced park going away thing. And she was talking about how, yeah, you know, people have been messaging me and saying that Jimmy's not social distancing. You should tell him to do it. And I just oh, remember... Oh, Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, well, I wonder who these people are because most people have families here or they're Mm -hmm. like in a relationship or something. So it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier for them to say social distancing, Mm -hmm. but the psychological impact of social distancing by yourself is actually a real thing. It's like, we also did like our um, company beer and cheer thing. I had a lot of video calls with people, but it's really Mm -hmm. not the same because once you hang up, you're still home alone. And, and that's actually a hit, at least for me. Is that I really enjoy my time when I'm like video calling with people and stuff like that. Mm. But then when I hang up, I could feel like an emotional drop. That's just like, oh well, that was it. And then now I'm just like home alone again. Yeah. So yeah, I think like that's something that I wanted to talk about because I'm sure a lot of people that live at home feel like alone feels like that too. And I don't think people realize that it's actually a very big difference when you have family versus when you're just living by yourself.
0: Absolutely. And I think there is there are some statistics out there that, you know, I can't really, you know, talk about right now because I don't have it in front of me, but that like, you know, the suicide rates for example at like say I'm I'm going to guess like Japan, I think is, that was the example that was used that, you know, it it's definitely been affected in a negative way because of the COVID-19 situation and having to be isolated at home alone and all that kind of stuff. And you know what I remember in the beginning when this first happened like between like you know March and i guess like june or something or, or maybe a little bit before that you know people are a lot more judgmental and about that in terms of like if he's if they see on social media that they're hanging out with somebody else the first thought would be like oh this you know that jimmy guy's not being responsible like how dare he he doesn't doesn't he know that he might like potentially kill like a loved one you know f- through the 6 degrees of separation kind of thing so like mm-hmm. he, i i feel like that was the case in the beginning and now it's become a lot more normal i mean you mentioned it earlier like we just got so used to this pandemic and you know I, I i'm not saying that everybody out there should be less safe because we're used to it i mean obviously still do your part sanitize wash your hands social distance wear your mask do a vaccinate if you can do all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. but you know it, things are a little bit more normal now and, and and you're right because we are a little bit more used to it i think the best analogy was or not the best analogy but like an analogy that i thought of while you were talking about that was I Another tragic incident that happened in 2020 is I got my first cavity. Very sad. Very tragic. Um, it's, it's, it's,
1: so it's, while people are dealing with a pandemic, you're like, some, oh, no. Cavity.
0: You know what? When people are going to talk about 2020, they're going to be like ranking it. Be like, so the first one is the, the virus, obviously. The second one is Kobe Bryant dying. And then the third one is Paul getting his first cavity after 29 years. <laughs> So, to me, I was 28 and a half years straight cavity free, and then I got fucked over because uh, of, I don't know. I, I'm going to blame COVID. Because of COVID. <laughs> I'm going to blame COVID in 2020. But, anyways, <laughs> there's a point to this. Don't worry. So, for me, when I got my very first cavity filling, begrudgingly and very angrily, it, the filling wasn't like exactly even. So, for. Two months straight, I had this like sharp pain only if I closed my mouth fully, but I kept telling myself, Hey, it's, it's going to go away on its own. So like suck it up. Mm-hmm. And then every week that went by, it still stayed there. And I was like, nah, maybe it takes two months. So I waited a month, mm-hmm. still, no, still, still there. And then. You know, by, by the end of it, I kind of got used to it. I was like, you know what? It's not really bothering me that much unless I close my teeth with a lot of pressure. And it, it wasn't until I finally got fed up with it. And I finally went to the dentist, like, I think literally just last, last week, actually, to get it filled. And it, it only took them, like, 10 minutes to, to fix it. it was so right. stupid. I should, I should have just done it, like, a long time ago. So, for me, I think that's kind of what we're feeling with COVID. We're just like, look, it's still there. It still sucks. It's still annoying. But we've gotten used to it. And we've adjusted. And right. We're just thinking it's, it's just going to go away next week, most likely, or maybe next month, maybe the month after, but it still hasn't. I, I think we're still trending into the right direction in terms of, you know, with the vaccinations rolling out. In, in, in bigger numbers. Hopefully by the end of the year it will be a lot more normal. Like I was planning mm-hmm. to travel to the Philippines this year again to visit, but honestly speaking like with with the way that covid still is still persisting, like I've abandoned that idea. Like I no longer have the urge to travel. I've I've, I've gotten so like numbed at the idea of traveling now. I'm just so used to the fact that I'm not going to travel anymore.
1: Oh really? Because I for me the first instance where we are allowed to safely travel, I will do
0: it. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. The second I I can travel, I'll do it as well. Right. I'm just saying, like my my vacation plans of the Philippines has been shelved mm-hmm. uh, away. Right. And like I'm I'm turning 30, uh, thirty this month, and you know I I really wanted to do like uh, a Vegas trip for that, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not going to happen anymore. And it's 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 kind of sad because you know a lot of people's like travel plans like we're, were were cut because of that. And you know, I say sad loosely because you know I, it's obviously sadder for people to die, so you know, the alternative is worse. <laughs> so so I'm not trying to be like, oh, how sad Paul. Can't travel. Boo fucking who you have a cavity. <laughs> so but no, no that's that that wasn't Yes, I'm glad you clarified that because I don't want this episode being like Paul is upset he can't go to Vegas and he has a cavity. <laughs> hey you know what I am very upset about that cavity man. I used to you know it's one of those like tooth two truths and a lie kind of entries that I used to frequently use. I was like, oh, I've never had a cavity before. I'm 28 years old, blah, 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 blah. And that was always one of my truths. Now I can use that entry as a lie. <laughs> so that's maybe the one good thing that came out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> now we're, now it's going to be a, a bonus episode about cavities instead of podcast, <laughs> or, sorry, pandemics. So I guess going back to our original topic of the pandemic, I know we're not really supposed to be like super structured, but one that we talked about in the the podcast last year when we when we recorded last summer was what would we think that would be aspects of the pandemic that might remain permanent? So I think like, you know, remote work across the globe is going to be a lot more normalized, which we are we are already seeing right now. But what else do you think would be normalized and will will continue to persist uh, even after the covid 19 situation? I think there's still going to be
1: elements, maybe not forever, but I think just getting back to normal, people right. will still want some distance. I I think People are more used to, you know, when you go to a restaurant nowadays, there's always dividers and like even in a gym, like there's more space Mm -hmm. and there are limited capacity and things like that. I think for a while, we're still going to want that because I think it's kind of, uh, I think the silver lining in all of this is that restaurants are not like packed, like uncomfortably packed anymore. True. I actually enjoy going to a restaurant that's like somewhat spacious Right. And obviously that's not gonna last for a very long time, but I do think that people will be careful still a little bit. And I think also some restaurants have actually invested in those dividers. They're actually built into the table or like they're they match mm-hmm. the decor or whatnot. So I feel like those might stay for a while.
0: I kind of like those. I feel like it's one of those things where they've already paid for it unless they're renting it for some fucking reason, but they can they can just keep that there and like that's safer and it gives you more privacy uh, even after this 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 virus thing is behind us. Yeah. I um, do
1: hope they take it off of that the cashier like for Starbucks and stuff because you cannot hear through those things. <laughs> Everyone oh, is just who yelling. Who
0: yeah, I think that one will be removed. I think because that's, that's a little bit more awkward. But I think the the one between diners and the uh, the tables that gives you a little bit more privacy too. Like sometimes when I talk about controversial stuff, I sometimes would look back going like, "Oh <laughs> shit, did anyone hear that?" Especially the, <laughs> especially that racial comment I just made. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's one of the benefits, I guess. But yeah, I, I, but I, I think, you
1: know, I think another thing that would stay is the distance for lining up. I think that's good. Like, you know how they have stickers on the floor now and people are just used to like, yeah, you just keep your distance. I've always not been super comfortable when people are super close to me in a line. And and so this has been good.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And I think there's no reason to stop that. Like, I don't think that's going to bother anyone that people just they're not breathing down your neck.
0: Yeah, and I think on a grander scale of things, one major th- change I think, or hopefully will will continue to persist is how, you know, self-conscious people would be when it comes to hygiene and social distancing and all that kind of stuff. Because I talked about this in our, our, our full podcast episode last year as well, but like, for me, you know, I always had a, a, a pocket-sized hand sanitizer everywhere I went. And that, that's been the case since like high school, actually. but. Long story short, long time ago when I was a kid, I had a birthday party, played Counter-Strike for my birthday. We w- we went to Pancake House uh, right mm-hmm. after. Didn't wash my hands. Ate nachos or french fries or whatever the fuck. Got sick the next day uh, and got really, really sick for like a week. And it might not have been related to me not washing my hands. But for me, that's that I wanted something to blame and that made sense. And after that, I kind of had like a mini phobia when it comes to that. So I would never eat anything unless I either wash my hands or at the very least sanitized uh, with my hand sanitizer. So because of that, I always, you know, uh, every time I left the house, I would always have it with me. And every time I forget it, it annoys me. And, mm-hmm. um, I would, you know, I'd still wash my hands and stuff. So I remember like my, my, my buddy Ryan, when I had uh, dim sum with him, when he visited Vancouver a couple of months ago or something, he he, he literally said the words like, Paul had the right idea because, you know, you've always had that hand sanitizer right. with you. Like for as long as he knew me, I always had that with me and nothing has changed. I still have the same bottle I've been using been like for, for four years. I've been refilling it and I don't lose them. So I've I'm, I'm just used them all the time. So for me, I really hope that that's a, a thing that you don't have to do what I'm doing, but like I really—if people are more hygienic and and more careful about that, people are less likely to get sick and for for any reason,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good thing that comes out. I think it's good awareness for people to have because I don't generally think about germs or anything too much, but this whole thing has definitely made me realize how dirty things are.
0: Yeah. You should. You um, should be more weary
1: about it. But I do want to. I wonder because. You know how like things are very clean here in Canada? Uh-huh. And I think that's a contributing factor to people having a weak immune system. Uh-huh. I think growing up in Asia or in Philippines and even to some extent Taiwan has given me a lot stronger immune system compared to other people.
0: Here. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's, there's
1: so. Uh, yeah, this is going into a broader topic, but it's just like there's so many allergies. There's so many like yeah. <laughs> uh, this, like issues with people in North America. Yeah, and just like that's never an issue in Asia. And not to say that like Asian people are just more healthy, but I do think there's a factor in there that's like their bodies have gone through more harsh environments, so you're just better off. Your body's better off fighting things. It's like the first time I went to Mexico, all my Canadian friends are like, did you get your hepatitis shots? And I'm just like, no, why? And then they're like, well, you have to get it or you're going to get sick there. And I'm like, no, I've never heard anyone need to take those shots mm-hmm. <laughs> when they travel. I think that's a very, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or North American thing, but it's it, never been an issue in Asia. Like people travel to Thailand, to Vietnam, like very um, not very but like relatively dirty places all the time and that's mm. never an issue
0: yeah i think it's one of those cases where we are very strong against the viruses because we as asians create them to begin with <laughs> <laughs> so so we know how to deal with them better our bodies know how to deal We with do them, know right? how to deal with them better too but uh, no just in terms of like a policy thing like no yeah 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 uh, yeah, on a serious note, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, that that also applies to, like, say, for example, like me, and I grew up my first 18 years living in the Philippines, and I've never once had food poisoning in my life. And I think a part of that is because of the amount of shit that I used to put in my body, like eating street food in the Philippines, like yeah. um, eating, like, f- dirty fish balls, dirty ice cream, and all that kind of stuff that is very, very, like, not as clean as it should be kind of thing. Right. And even until this very day, knock on wood, I still have never had a, a food poisoning, even if I've eaten like shady shit. And I've had people who eat at the same restaurant at me, eat the same thing as I did, like raw oysters or whatever. And then mm-hmm. that person gets food poisoning. And I'm like, oh, I eat the same thing. I'm fine. Yeah. So I think it's similar to that kind of thing as well. So I think that we maybe have a stronger base immune system. So, um, I mean, like, so it's good. It's good that people are aware and people are cleaner, but I also don't think you should be too clean. Yeah, I mean like that, that's true. You shouldn't be too clean. It's the same argument for when parents shouldn't uh, isolate their kids too much from that kind of stuff because oh, yeah. you do build immunity to it, right? But for me it's like look, at the end of the day like the world is a dirty place, but you know, if you're going to eat food, like it's probably a good idea to You know not have dirty hands while doing so or like if you want to scratch your eyes then it's probably a good idea to have your hands be cleaner right so like i've always been I, i would never ever consider myself like ocd at all but because of i've had that phobia a lot of that also extends to the fact that like, when I open a door, like like the door to my garage, for example, I would always um, extend my jacket first so that I would grab it with my jacket. Oh, uh, wow. Or if you notice this with me, every time that we're in an elevator, 100% of the time, I would never press the button with my finger. I would either use like either the hand sanitizer that I have in my pocket uh, <laughs> or my key fob or my... my yeah, or... If I really have nothing that I'm holding, like usually I would do it with my jacket or my shirt, Mm -hmm. at the very least I'll do it with my knuckle. That's like the then for me that's already a sin. But like that's the very (laughs) least I'll do the knuckle, and then I'd wash my hands afterwards, basically. So
1: they uh, say elbow. Your elbow should be able to do all those because you can't lick your elbow
0: unless yeah. I mean i guess other people can lick it too <laughs> but that's, a, that, that, that's not a bad problem to have i guess but no but like that's that's the beauty of having the hand sanitizer in my left pocket because i can always whip it out boom it's also it also secondarily operates as a button presser <laughs> uh, so but like so every time i see somebody press the button with their finger i, I immediately go like oh i don't want to shake your hand ever today not that we people shake hands these days anymore anyways uh, that's something i do want to come
1: back though I I think Mist shaking hands. <laughs> sure, maybe, but, <laughs> but like handshaking is important.
0: Yeah, actually, it's a really good point because when i bought my... I'm a proud owner of a 2008 and present now. So, and I went to a dealership and every time I saw the guy who sold me the car, we would always do the elbow bump as a shake hand, right? Mm-hmm. But when I finally purchased the car, gave him the check, he handed me the keys. It's officially mine. And I was so proud of buying this car myself. I really wanted to thank him for his first... Because uh, he was really great, the guy at the dealership. So what I did was... I you know sanitize my hands like like a lot like with the sanitizer in front of him. And then I actually took out my hand and wanted to shake his hand. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then I saw his hesitation. He's like, oh, like, should we do this? And I was like, oh, should we do it? I started, I started pulling back too. And then Abby was behind me too. And she started making noises like, uh. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'll do the elbow thing again. I just really wanted to shake. It, it would have been my first handshake in like fucking like yeah. nine months. And I really wanted to do it because it, it's a really good Aww. time to do
1: so. I, okay. I have the same issue. We both bought a car this year. And Mm -hmm. I also did not shake my dealer's hand. It was very awkward. So I did the awkward waving bye. Like, bye, thank you. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. And I'm just... I I didn't even do the the elbow bump. I just waved at him. And then he kind of, like, nodded.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's the same kind of thing that you would say if somebody if you dropped a piece of paper and they pass it to you, it's like, oh, thanks, bye. It's the same thing. <laughs> or like somebody like served you a hamburger. Yeah. So like, I wanted to shake my hand. Like this guy's hand, he sold me a fucking beautiful car. But like, mm. no, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> so I found that pretty 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 sad actually it's, it's kind of like i left myself hanging in that case <laughs> <laughs> but that's something that's that that's definitely changed i feel like people would be i wonder if people would be more reluctant to to, to shake hands even after all this is said and done uh, right i think definitely at first but
1: i'm probably going to be the guy that's going to be like i'm going to try
0: or at least i'll ask like oh shake uh, are, 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 should we shake hands i think that's more awkward
1: like if you I ask do it first, yeah I, I would just like try to do a handshake and if, st- if the person not comfortable then just like okay then
0: let's i set. guess so <laughs> yeah. all right fair enough <laughs> but yeah that's, that's something i'm really curious to see like a year from now like assuming a year from now things are a lot better hopefully but i'm, I'm wondering how how the cultures for for handshaking will be i feel like we should just like take the approach of like which which culture is it where you just bow? Like I said, Japanese, Japanese culture. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like that. Just everyone just fucking do that, man. That's very respectful and it's I very. I feel
1: like people would feel like that's racist if you're white and you bow at an Asian person.
0: Well then, if you have a problem with that, then you're the problem. <laughs> it's a sign of respect, man. I've, and it's, it's COVID. Boom. <laughs> so, and I've, I really hope that people will still continue to wear masks. Not to the point where like it's mandated, but like. You know, it's one of those things where like I feel like Asian cultures already do that anyways, oh, and I feel no. like oh, I I need this mask thing to go away. No, I don't want to. I don't want to wear them like myself. I mean, I, I, that's that's a really bad soundbite. I I wear them all the time and I'm fine with that. But I mean, like <laughs> when this COVID situation is gone, I do miss like the normality of like having your full face but like you know if more people are wearing it around me hey man that's that's not a bad thing either like that's gonna be good for me if i'm not wearing it and they're wearing it that's that's a win for me so uh, no i think
1: people (laughs) need to not wear a mask it's it's deceiving it's deceiving (laughs) (laughs) like i get it for now i do it and i i appreciate other people doing it but i feel like once people are vaccinated the masks are gone but keep it because you never know when there's going to be another
0: pandemic that's true that's true. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I, like I said, like a lot of people in the Asian community would used to wear them anyways, normally, yeah. right? And I I kind of like that idea of like, oh, if you're sick, um, wear the mask. I used to do that. Like, when oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right? that's fine. But don't. I, I don't think people need to wear them just because. Yeah, yeah. It's clean. Yeah, yeah it I think. Is, I, but... Like, I... I think that's that's a point that we should we should bring up. Like, I think that's a good etiquette of like, if you are sick and you have to take public transit, wear your mask, man. Yeah. Please. Like, I do that like out of respect, and people in Japan do that all the fucking time. Yeah. And see how see how clean that like, they are, right? Compared yeah. to you know here, and I guess like bef- uh, to to wrap it up, we're gonna pay homage to some of the things that we remember that was a thing last year in 2020 during the pandemic that might. Not be a thing anymore. So what I mean is, let's walk down memory lane. Banana bread. Remember that time where everybody was baking banana yes, bread? Yes. And I perfected my banana bread recipe that I'm very yes. proud of. So that's one thing. So that's something that um, I'm we're just hoping to spark some like nostalgic memories of like, even though it just happened like nine months ago. But um, so that was that was one thing. Does anybody remember the toilet paper shortage of Canada oh, or like I'm assuming around the
1: world? Unnecessary shortage of toilet paper i was pe- very annoyed man it was pe- like yeah i was annoyed too because like their people were hoarding it and i was like i don't want to hoard it but if i don't and i run out of toilet paper then i have no toilet paper
0: yeah so like they've they've, they've created a situation in an environment where hoarding is the necessity as yeah. opposed to a stupid thing that you shouldn't be doing in the first place yeah um, and i remember being very annoyed that I, I actually legitimately was down to my last like one or two toilet uh, rolls and then yeah, I actually went. had to go to like three or four different grocery stores just to find it. And, yeah. and and I found it finally at a place that I sold it at a higher price because they knew that it was I know, a that's hot commodity. Stupid. Yeah, but like, I mean, fair play, I guess, but still it's annoying. But that was another thing. What else was the thing last year? The I mean, flour. Flour was another shortage as well. I mean, I mentioned well, that in the beginning of the episode. that goes hand in hand with the banana bread exactly so
1: like people were like baking a lot and all that kind of stuff and then also the whole mask issue so mask was on a shortage but then there's this whole thing around like what masks you should wear what masks you should leave for the yeah workers and then there was like a big boom of like homemade masks should you use your socks (laughs) or like things
0: (laughs) like that you know so that was another thing that we got to live through yeah, I do remember that as well. And then lastly, I think this was a little bit more positive compared to the ones um, we just mentioned. But like the hobbies that kind of came out, like a lot of people did like more side hustles and side businesses. Like I, I know people who did like home delivery, like for like food that they created or stuff that they baked, like a lot of cookies and. I started and driving for Uber Eats. You because, started driving for Uber
1: Eats. <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, I can't do any, I can't go out anymore, so I might as well just go deliver some food. Yeah, exactly. And, and it then, was actually super safe because the restaurants would just leave the food at the door and then you pick yeah. it up and then you drop it off at someone's door. Like I I had I didn't need to meet anyone. Contactless delivery. Yeah. And that's and that was that was a business that boomed a hell yeah. of a lot. Uh, at home fitness. So a lot of fitness apps really boom. I know Strava was one that right. really boomed from that. And then there was a shortage of dumbbells because all the gyms were closed and everybody was like hoarding. yeah that's a good one
0: actually yeah a lot of shortages including that um what else did we have a shortage of oh everybody went
1: started doing day trading well not everybody
0: not literally (laughs) everybody everybody. in our group (laughs) everybody in our circle yeah so yeah we i mean that that's kind of a good thing i mean most of the people that i know if not all like made money from it like myself included yourself included especially it paid for my car It yeah, it paid for some of my car, not not the entire car as well. But uh, so day trading was fun. Like I made made some some stupid uh, gambles, but a lot of them paid off. And then lastly, people had like other pet projects, such as like ah, a really stupid example would be like podcasts. Who fucking does that? Stupid. (laughs) dumb dumb thing to do who would listen to that shit millions of podcasts emerged from the depths of hell including unvalidated and i think that's a good segue for us to end it here jimmy i think so thank you for for tuning into our pet project that emerged um out of the vagina of covid 19 i think that's pretty much it for me any anything else you want to add jimmy Nope. I think that is good. Thank you guys for
1: listening. And this is coming out on a non-biweekly day. So next week is going to be our podcast with our friend Steven about online
0: dating. Yes. Uh, so please tune in for that one. And I hope you enjoyed our first bonus episode. It's our first time recording this one. So bear with us if it was kind of all over the place, but hopefully you enjoyed it. So thanks again, guys. <laughs>